during that show, his song, um, the remake of In the Rain, we were trying to um, break on the show. And for some reason, the song, the audio on that song wasn't right. So, of course, these little fingers got to move in. Before you know it, I knocked myself out. Um, they were trying to do rapid fire. I was coming in and out. I was like on two different screens. Screens, like I'm like doing, I'm doing now. now. <laughs> it was just crazy. I mean, I did that one on purpose. But it was just, it was, I was still figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to say for everybody, anybody who's looking to do anything, branch out, write a book, um, you want to sing, you want to write songs, you want to create music, you want to become something, you want to do a podcast, whatever it is. There are going to be errors along the way, no matter what it is that you do. You want to be a basketball player, football star. You want to, you're going to miss some shots. You're going to overthrow some receivers. I mean, there are going to be some missteps. So everybody, no matter what you're doing, no matter what it is that you want to do, whatever your passion is, whatever it is that you aspire to be, that that desire is put in you for a reason. Keep at it. Just keep doing it. Speaking of which, keep doing it. I always do that back. See, I always, I'll, I'll get it right one day. <laughs> The opposite. <laughs> I know. What's up, Rezzy Poo? How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And that's some good stuff I hear. Yeah, because I was, as I was explaining, I was trying to edit um, for Rapid Fire because we haven't done it in a little while, like a brand new one. So I was trying to edit for for Keith Anthony Fluid, but during that broadcast we broke his song in the rain, but the audio on the song, it was just terrible. Oh. So as soon as I heard that terrible audio, Tammy too much knocked me out the way and started doing <laughs> her thing. And I couldn't even get back on. And and then as I was trying to get, it was fucking hilarious as I was watching back. And probably I'm going to include all of that Tammy too muchness into the, because I come on the screen, I, y'all are starting up with rapid fire, and you're like, okay, Javon, you're up next. And I'm like, I can't speak. I can't. <laughs> and you're like, what is, she was like, you're like, I know exactly what happened. As soon as the, you heard that audio, you went out and started going crazy. And it's true. I couldn't, I couldn't allow it because the song, he did such a good job on it. So I couldn't allow it to not sound nice you know what i mean you have me i'm i'm using my other um device here so you have me here like this but But upside upside down down, it was just (laughs) (laughs) it was just shenanigans and craziness but i say all that to say that it was earlier on that we were doing the visuals and and during that time you know I was just figuring it out. There's, there's no, you know, you, you, you're going to 
have errors along the way, regardless of what you're doing. You could, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. Yeah. And sometimes you have to figure it out live in front of other people. Like you want to be a basketball star, you're going to miss some shots. And there's going to be people. There's going to be people who tell you, look, man, maybe three, three, three pointers are not you. Maybe you should just try to, you know, guard or something, you know? Right. But if it's in your heart, you want to be a three-pointer, you want to be a good three-point shooter, you keep fucking practicing. Don't don't listen to what people say. Do your thing. Do yeah. your thing. Even if I'm the one that says, mm, maybe that's not for you. Like, if you want to be a singer, I might have been the one to say, mm, maybe you should play guitar. Maybe I said that. Don't listen to me. Keep singing. The idea is that there's always going to be. You know what? You know what's funny? That's a that's a great um, that's a great uh, piece of of. I don't like to say advice. I like to say that's that's some some good good information there. You know, that's some that's a word or two you just dropped. Primarily because you know folks see the highlight reels of your life. Mm. or whatever they presume to be a highlight reel, and they miss, you know, the steps it took to get there, like how many baskets you sh- you mm-hmm, missed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, um, and that's important to always um, point out that no one just arrives anywhere, you know. Some people have a natural flair for things, and it makes it a little easier, but there's always the, the backstage steps, let's just say, that it took to get there, the, the many workouts, the many sacrifices, the many mornings up early or 24-hour days, you know. So, you know, it you, people don't see that part, you know, um, and and oftentimes don't don't tell that part, you know, of the story until you really ask, like, hey, how did you do this? And then it's like you lay it all out, and it's like, oh, you know, oh, you know, uh, oh yeah, there was a tremendous amount of sacrifice that went into went into things and uh blackjack nice you know huh? what i'm saying look i plan these things wait where is it i started playing oh. these scratch offs right so you know you you win some you lose some but i i spent like 40 dollars on cards and i had won 65 dollars back so you know I said, okay, I'll play back 50. I won 100. I said, I'll play back 80. I won 150. I said, ooh, I'll play back 100. I won 200 and something. Then I screwed up and played. I I don't know what I did. It, It ended up on some you know, whatever. I, I, I played too much. I didn't mean to on some some other things that I picked, but I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, I ended up doing something wrong. But you live and you learn. I, you know, I, I never beat myself up for, for mistakes. Not too much anyway. Um, regardless, I won another $100. <laughs> One... I played back another 60, one, 160. I say you sound like you're coming out ahead. Yeah, but, you know, all the while there are those cards that you scratch off that you, you think you're going to win something and you don't. So it can be you. I have played these cards in the past. Mm-hmm. 
and didn't win anything and was discouraged and said, I'm not wasting my money on this shit no more. Pop just fucking $4,000 out of 50. See, that's what I'm talking about. You, You know, you win some, you lose some, and then you fucking win. Whatever and then the big, the best, the best part about this win is, then he left. He put the chips in the safe and he cashed them, and he went back. He left. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so- yeah, yeah. You're not gonna. You may not. You you may, but you may not end up owning the hotel at the end of the night. You have to know when enough is enough for you, and step away. It's okay. I've been watching my lottery dream house on TV. <laughs> These people are scratching off and winning. And you know what the thing is? Somebody's got to win the jackpot, and there's got to be a jackpot. So why not you? Why not you? And why not me? And I'm not suggesting that anyone who has a gambling, an issue with gambling. How did I know that was coming next? Because, you know, we have to... We have to be responsible. I mean, I have to be responsible. Um, There are addictions out there that will kill you. Right. Gambling is one of them. Will kill you dead. And others. And others, yeah. You know? You know, it's funny about something a friend of mine said, and don't forget about the addiction of minding other folks' business. There's that. (laughs) Oh, girl. There is definitely that because guess what? then you might have to mind your own and that shit might not be cute or get you some or get you some. And I was like, where did that come from? And she's like, you know, because sometimes folks try to drag you into business. That's not yours. And I had to share, that's not my addiction. I'm not addicted to being drug into other folks' business, but there are some people are. And you have to ask yourself, do you have any of your own one? And it's not go get you some. And the star of our show. Woo! Hey, Pop. Good morning. Look at you just as handsome as you want to be. At seven something. No, it's eight o'clock in the morning here. Just this this cute. And this is how you look at eight o'clock? Okay. You know. Well, because I I went to bed early, Rezzy, because I'm still on New York time when I got here. So. um, He woke up like that. Okay. He woke up like I, <laughs> <laughs> I sleep naked in hotels. Thank you for that, Pop. We needed to know that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how we could have gone on without knowing that. <laughs> so, Pop. Yes. Break it down for us. Well, last night, because normally when I come to Vegas, we had a night off today. So, last night. So, the show was at 6 o'clock. Program shows at six, so about like eleven thirty, came downstairs again. I said, "Well, let me go to my table up here." So I went to the table, you know, took my time. I bought fifty dollars because I always say I, I bring a thousand dollars with me to lose, okay. to risk to lose. And I just I brought a hundred dollars downstairs, and I wound up putting fifty on the table, getting fifty dollars worth of chips. The tables are like twenty five dollars a table, so and I just I was like. Mm. And every time I would get my chips, somebody, um, uh, this girl Tanya that's here with us, every time I would win, I would give her the chips and tell her, don't give them back to me. Ah, uh, aha, okay. 
There we go. Because, Smart. you know, and the next thing I know, I got up. She's like, you up to $3,000. I'm like, really? And I said, well, like, let me play a couple more hands. And then I got the 4000 I said, get your fat ass up and leave. <laughs> nice. And I came to my room, y'all, and I got me a slice of pizza and called it a night. And I put the chips in my safe, and then when I leave on Tuesday morning, as we're leaving for the airport, I will stop at the, you know, the cash out. Right. So I go to the airport with, you know, and I'm not touching that money. So, but I'm disciplined like that. But I still have some money to play again the rest of the weekend, but I'm not going to do it tonight. I may do it Sunday night or whatever. Okay. So that sounds like organized gambling. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's it's just fun, but if you're not willing to lose, then don't play. Exactly. And I only play blackjack. I don't play the I don't play the slots. I don't play craps. Yeah, I, I like the slots. And and what is it you play blackjack? Mm-hmm. And why don't yeah. you like the slots or poker or anything else? Well, well, I don't know how to play poker. I'm still trying to learn how to play poker, but the slots you're just pulling and pressing, and I'm like, come on now. <laughs> I like pulling and pressing. That's what I do. <laughs> I would say something, but it's so early in. Oh it. my God, Pop! We gotta do. We gotta do. We 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 gotta do what we gotta do. And and oh, let I, me I, let me no, just I, tell you. I saw. Oh my God. Yep. I, you know what? Let me ask you this, though. Do you think that? Oh well, wait, wait. First, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First, how are you two doing? First. You know what? I feel like I have been in a very dark place Uh-oh. for a very long time, and I feel like I'm coming out of it maybe. Okay. I don't know if it's that seasonal affective disorder ah. or if it's just it's spring or if it's literally the world is starting to reopen and I'm feeling... Like I can go outside and breathe a little bit, although I'm hearing that people are getting sick again. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But um, well, have they ever stopped and they're just opening it up saying, look, we need that money, so get out there. I don't know what the deal is, but either way, I'm I'm just feeling a little a little less dark, although, you know, um, I'm concerned about my my mom and stuff. You didn't ask me all of this, but yeah. Um, so I'm going to New York today, and um, I'm I'm though mostly feeling a little brighter than I had been feeling. So and thanks for resin? asking. And you, Rosie? I um feel oh, I feel good today. You know, um, I'll take it moment by moment and Javon, I'm happy you're coming. You're you're feeling better. Um take it moment by moment, you know, and um I uh stay focused on, you know, what what's ahead and anything else I don't have a space for, you know. I just I just don't, you know, um and that's it. You know, and I try to show up the way I want to be shown up for, but don't expect anything from anybody um that way there's little to no disappointment mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i just kind of um you know just stay focused you know 
and I'm I'm grateful to have a lot of amazing people that keep me focused, you know, that contribute to my focusedness, like the two of you. So Groovy. And you, Pop? I'm feeling amazing. And looking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. And um yeah. You know what it was? I think taking a break away from New York for a minute, traveling. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta, LA, Vegas, Vegas again, Atlanta again. Help. And just and just and also just sitting again, minding my business, drinking my water. Okay. And <clears throat> and, and you know me, Resi, um, because I'm here until Tuesday. I have a spa treatment tomorrow, and I have a spa treatment on nice. Monday. Nice. Nice. Well, what's so funny is Monday's Pat's birthday. Yeah. So, Happy oh, birthday. We're both in the spa, like, simultaneously. Nice. But nice. the one I'm going to tomorrow, it's the spa, and then I'm joining the Roman bath part of the spa. Do tell. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Spa Castle. It's like, you know, our section is like, you got the steam room, the this part of the sauna, the, the, the dry sauna, the wet sauna, the salt sauna, the showers, the you know, and it's just all male and you'll have y'all side too. And it's like the Roman baths. We're all sitting around naked and talking and <laughs> eating grapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Come on, grapes. Okay, grapes. <laughs> Any cherries left? Oh, I'll pop a couple of cherries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At, least. <laughs> At least. Oh, Lord. Oh, a bunch man. of peaches, a bunch of, what's the acorns? Acorns. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you said, you know, when you said drink water, mind my business, it's so funny to me. Um, because, like, it. I think... That is such a, I, I think we need to do a, a hot topic called Mind Your Business, you know. And I remember, like, being, like, you know how when you're young and, and your your friends say to you, like, maybe, like, elementary school, junior high school, your friends say, mind your business, how it kind of hurts your feelings a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now it elevates me. Okay. Yes. Or or telling someone, that's not my business. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. here's, here's my business over here, you know. That's not my business. Yeah, that's not my that. And you know what I I incorporate? I do not RSAP to those situations. Yep. Yep. There's about to be um, a change in my in my workplace, and um, I don't know what's coming. You know, some people get into this thing with change where they are like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Change is is inevitable. Change is, if there's nothing consistent in this world, it's change. Change. And sometimes change is what ensures we stay the same. Wait, break that down for me. Change is what? ensures we stay the same it can be sometimes and and what i mean by that mm-hmm. is challenges new challenges keep us strong okay, okay. new um opportunities cre- um create make make 
make us help us to remain creative um and industrious Mm. you know i mean like newness keeps us up when everything is the same monotony is is for some people it, it can kill you you know okay hence i changed my narrative Going, getting out of New York for a second because mm-hmm. of all and it brings you back to you. But you know what? When I but when I'm away, every morning I listen to I watch Good Day New York online just to think because I was watching the situation on the subway thing and the, and and the mayor getting COVID and and the lieutenant governor Adams got COVID. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope he gets better soon. Yeah. So I'm well, going on in New York right now. And this is the fourth shooting. Yeah, oh my God. Oh my God. Like it's it's a lot going on. However, can I say this though? And this may not be favorable. I did not particularly like the way he somebody's got to get Eric Adams some um some something on how to address the people. You know because, what? You know, because he may be a very smart man. But some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth is real interesting, and if and my and I and I'm just gonna say I'll just keep it on what I thought about his last address about um, black folks. Like you need to be real careful with the narrative you want to run with um, about you know because you get one on this tirade about where the Black Lives Matter people you know, and then he kind of morphed that into. Um, do you know where your children are? And, and it felt real sassy and blanketed. And, and just kind of like, are you really like that? That felt like a kitchen conversation for someone that was in his immediate care. And then, mm-hmm. you know, because the narrative out there you don't want to do is to blanket black people as, as, you know, um, crime starters, unless that's a trigger for what your ultimate agenda is with this police department in, in New York. And it's, it, and it's slippery because you do know, like, you can't comparatively talk about the stats when you talk about stop and frisk and you talk about all the other things were implemented on crime and the focus seems to only be in specific areas. We're not going to go through the stats with that. But, you know, I, I, I want to listen to what he's saying, but I was annoyed. I found myself annoyed behind that last address when he went into where the Black Lives Matter and these, these are black on black crimes. What the hell are you saying, man? Like, I just think that was really, really, really um, a disservice to the seat, you know. Um, and it sounds like your personal opinion, which, quite frankly, who cares, serves the people of the city. And, and you know, and right now I think the, the most, um, I think that, you know, that was a tremendous savior of face, I'll say, because, you know, the subway vigilante, you know, um, sets of things that are going to go down in history. He committed a heinous act. We all know that, you know, um, and if he is the one that is convicted of it, you know, and if they prove it, that, you know, it was him that did it and the whole bit, I'm just, you know, just trying to say allegedly because we don't know what's what and who's who, you know. Um, but if it, this is the gentleman that did it, um, some of the things that he said about the mental health policies and things, you know, he, he, he gave, a, he gave some, 
some jewels in his, you know, um, that I think that have to be looked at. You know, um, there are some policies that exist in the city um, of New York that just aren't serving the people that need to be reevaluated. Um, there are some, like the shelter systems need to be reevaluated. Because if you got people wanting to live outside as opposed to the shelter systems, no bueno, you know. Um, and having knowledge of both the mental health policies and the shelter systems, um, that we could stand to invest some money there as opposed to always investing in the infrastructure and the tolls and things like that. There are some things that are antiquated in the city that are never uh, looked at immediately because it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't create revenue. But I just, um, did anybody see that other than me, his address? The last uh, one? Yeah. I didn't. I think I've seen a piece of it, Rosie. Um, I, I get it's his delivery kind of things. And, you know, I've met Eric a few times and Brooklyn Borough President. But right. I've been having conversations with some people. I think he may be a one-term mayor. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and then some people's ideology is like, He's like just Rudy Giuliani dipped in chocolate. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was, uh, I don't live in New York. No, I know. And, and, and they say like a little bit of the power is going to his head a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember him with this uh, flair. As the Brooklyn Borough President, you know, I've been in his presence quite a few times, and um, I just, um, I'm like, wow, you know, and I mean, some folks suggest he's bought already, and he was bought, he bought, he was bought into the office that way, um, but I, you know, like again, it's politics is a slippery, slippery space, you know, um, yeah. there's always something behind door number three, but I, but that last piece is is dangerous. You know, it's a, it was a very dangerous statement for a mayor to make, you know, and I hope that there's someone on his team that can advise him um, about jumping in and, and, you know, with the feelings, you know, um, and giving a, a giving a, a public address. Yeah. You know, um, I hope someone grabbed him on that because that was not good. LaVon B. says a moderate percentage of my patients come to us from the street and despite referrals to shelters they go and end up right back after discharge they describe the shelter system like a zoo it is and then sage Absolutely. sage says i'm just curious how many mass shootings have there been this year out of them how many have been charged with terrorists in the sentencing but here's another thing how quickly did they find this guy that allegedly did this on the subway but you can't find the shooter who shot a mother coming out of a store. Uh, the ones that have shot these little young kids in cars or walking the streets. Well, you know something? They didn't find the police department. No, he called them. Oh, he called them. Okay. Yeah. He said, I, I know y'all looking for me. I'm um, walking down the street. Here, Here's my address. Come get me. And there were a couple of people that had, you know, called in. They were spotting him around at different places, you know. Um, but that's if he did it, you know. Like, I, I have a funny story because when they showed the pictures of him, uh, one of my cousins on my father's side, and I'm not very close to a lot of people on my father's side, but they called. They was like, "Hey, cuz, just trying to see where you at." And I said, "Oh, I'm in Atlanta." 
that time. And it was like, oh, okay. Because they was like, oh, I thought that was you that did that thing on the subway. The fuck? What? And so they was like, oh, I was going to turn you in. I was like, wow. Hmm. There's one picture with a baseball hat on, and they thought that was me. That doesn't look like you in no way, shape, or form. But they heard 5'5", five, five, 200 pounds. I'm not 5'5", five, five, I'm 5'8", five, but you know. No. And I was like, <laughs> this is why I don't go to family reunions on that. <laughs> oh, I'm very like Amanda Priestley. I'm there at 9.30, have a car there at 9.45. Thank you. Okay. Man, the mayor made it seem otherwise like detective work led to his apprehension. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's trying to get the credit. Listen, you know, that's what I'm saying. The spin on it, you know, and, and granted, I think that the people on the subway should should have been honored in some kind of way because, okay. you know, um, whatever training they received, because, you know, New York is not big on training. You know, they like to say they are, but the training methods oftentimes the police departments are antiquated. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's just not cool, you know, but the the way that the press spun it out, um, you know, mm-mm, no. This man helped them apprehend him, and they and I hope it's the right guy, you know, or you know whatever. It seemed very um calculated the entire thing, you know. Um, I'd love and if it is him, I'd love to know what his background is because that was executed almost, you know, um. Flawlessly, it showed how vulnerable, once again, you know, even with the police department doing whatever surveillance they're doing or not, you know, it's just we're very vulnerable and we just have to stay vigilant. The subway system, let me just tell you something. If I were a suicide bomber or suicidal or whatever the hell or crazy and just felt like I wanted to mass murder people, what what better place to go? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm not putting. I'm not, I'm praying that nobody else does that. But and I'm not putting out an original idea. It it, it really needs to be more secure. And I'm not saying that, um, because see, this is this is herein lies the problem. The the people will ask that there's more security in the subway system and they will use that to further harass and murder black and brown people as opposed to protecting black and brown people in the subways. Because y'all society, are not in New York. Y'all, because to, my, to the New York people, because I've seen cops, four, five, six of them all together in lumps Mm-hmm. In certain stations, like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's that? Yeah, I've seen that myself. So I'm like, why can't you have two here at one platform, two here at another platform? You know, then the other incident that happened at Times Square, I think that pothole explosion and people are running along in time. When was that, Pop? Did y'all see that? When was mm-hmm. that? No, when was that? That was like that was like I think like last week. 
No, I didn't. I mean, people were, it was like in the afternoon and stuff like that, but it was like, but it was a big pothole explosion or something like that. But it, you know. Yeah. Levon says it also goes to show you that mentally ill does not in any way mean unintelligent. I would not be surprised to hear that he has military or paramilitary experience. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, people think that because someone has a mental illness, it means that they're they're stupid. Oh, and gosh. that um, definitely is not the truth. No, yeah. oftentimes they are highly intelligent. You know? Which yeah, is the thing that times. makes them, you know, like oh my God, you know. Some I think that the more intelligent you are, it's harder to to, to live within the boundaries and con- confines of this society, our norms, which yeah. are are you know. I'm not that bright, so it's easy for me to fit in. <laughs> every time I get on the subway, which is every day, I think of how it. I think how this is how how this worst this can happen. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And if you can leave, if you can have law enforcement on planes, why not subways? That's true. It's true. It's true. I think that if there if there are um we have enough subway cars for if they do employ more police officers they need to each be in a car riding you know that needs to be there certain detail just if you have a train 12 cars it's 12 officers an officer in each car and just ride you know yeah, and don't be there to harass the homeless be there to protect and serve well, how about that I know there's an idea protect and serve what about the young man? I can't think of his last name. Patrick, I th- can't think of his last name. Uh, Pulled uh, over for a traffic violation. Police officer shot him in the back of the head. Police officer um, is is on paid leave. First of all, paid leave is not punishment. No, that's vacation. Leave is a vacation, okay? Right. Um, and, and separate, like, how do you shoot some in the back of the head implies that he was in front of you? Yeah, and he was on no top. harm. He was on top of him. Wasn't he already being restrained on the ground? I remember. Yeah, I saw, he was. Yeah, he was on the. He was on top of him. I did post a video on my, and I hate posting those kind of things. I, I prefer, I much oh. rather prefer posting jokes and things to make people smile and laugh and think, but. Don't, Javon, just post a commentary about it. No, you, you know why I do it? it? It needs, sometimes people need the shock value to be woken up, to see it, to say, damn, like. Him it too. Yeah, like Emmett Till. Thank you. We have to see it. It, it. it hurts me to show it because it hurts me to see it. Do a disclaimer on the video, though, so give people the option. Yeah. Nah, yeah, I didn't have the like option when I saw it. Hit it. It's a little violent video before you hit it and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was shocking. It was shocking for me. And then, then I saw it and I said, well, the people have to see it. And then it becomes like everyday news, like a school shooting. And, and, oh, another cop shot another. Right. But as soon as you start to calm down from the last one, then, bang, there's another one. You know? You sound like DJ Khalid. 
and another one. You know? So, I don't know. I don't know. But, Pop, when I saw you come on today, um, this song came to mind. I just had to. <laughs> and what's so funny is I'm hanging out with three basement alums later on today because we're we're doing like oh. a little uh, after party tonight for Pat. Oh no! Um, yeah, because oh, Tim Snell's coming in. He's driving in from um, your please, boy Tim Snell. Please I tell Tim I said what's up, and please let's get him back on the show. He okay. has to come on while Resi's on. Because okay. the last time um, he came on, Rez wasn't here. So Tim, Tim, Tim Snell, Rez, yeah. Because I see yeah. him saying because he's driving in today because we have a six o'clock show tonight, and then what what we're doing is we're doing like a little champagne celebration for Pat because a whole bunch of people came into Vegas this weekend. Oh, nice! And then um, then we're gonna go to one of the like clubs there, like in, in at the hotel. I'm not gonna tell you what hotel, but you know, you know how. I, but I, when when we get off the air today, um, I'm gonna think about you, Resi, because there's like three three pools here. Oof. And it's gonna be 91 degrees here. Uh, so. In Vegas is what an hour and a half from here. Oh boy, <laughs> my body just said, oh. Just go lay out in some D. Come join me, Rezzy, because, like, my little junior suite, there's enough room, you know. She said, because, just you know, lay out and get some D. Rezzy, you just need a place to put your stuff in for a shower, because, you know, we'll be up all night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Giggling and having. You know how we do. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. Rez, did I hear you right? Did you say just lay out and get some D? Did you say that? Vitamin. <laughs> but you did not say vitamin. I didn't say vitamin? No, you okay. said just lay out and get some D. Well, but Pop. We know, we know, I know what she meant. I know what she meant, but that's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Pops. Like, I and don't can want, I tell no. you, a lot of people out in Vegas, anywhere you go, but a lot of people out in Vegas, they're very, very um, upfront. And they like to, you know, this one woman uh, uh, yesterday, we were out to something. She came up to me and said, Oh my God, you have lovely skin and blah, blah, blah. And I would like you to. Ooh, ooh. Mm-mm. She did? Good Lord. Did you? You know what, Scorpio? <laughs> you know what, Scorpio? I'm just, I'm just, look. I'm going to leave it at that for now. Okay, let's leave that there. What you say, Faith? Did y'all hear about the woman facing five yes. years because of a provisional ballot because she didn't know she couldn't vote? When several white men purposely committed voter fraud with little to no repercussions. Yeah, I absolutely did hear about that, Sage. This has been an ongoing thing since since November. Um, so this woman, a black woman, she had served her time, did you know whatever her crime was or whatever allegedly, served her time, and. She asked her probation and her parole officers whether or not she could register to vote. You know, did she do her time? Can she now register to vote? They told her she could. She also checked with the voting whatever commission she had to do, and she registered to vote. And she was incarcerated because she voted Technically, she was not allowed to vote because of whatever she didn't, something she didn't do or didn't have the, she she didn't legally reclaim her right to vote. Although she was informed that she could vote, Um, several different agencies said that she could vote. The judge put her in jail. Since that time, Mm -hmm. since that, there have been multiple white men who've been caught voting for Trump, either they vote voted twice per, intentionally or they voted in different states intentionally. They did things intentionally, and one got, like, community service, um, one got 30 days probation. None of them faced any time. This one black woman... Um, and it's a big deal. It's a, it's it's yeah. It's been in the news a lot. Um, uh, but you gotta you gotta search for it. It's not in every news. You know what I'm Javon, saying? Do you know if any of the um, white men that got caught were sentenced or not by the same judge? No, I don't. I don't believe it was the same judge. But the law. Is the law? Is the, the law. law? Absolutely. I don't get. I, um. And until I, we we're going to continue to shine the light on things. I, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm answering a question. Um, we're going to continue shining the light on the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the focus sometimes on the ugly is so that it brings attention for people to do things and to know what's happening because oftentimes things are under the rug or a lot of people don't hear it at a time. And, you know, you need to know what's going on out there. Um, yeah. 
and and also, you know, just because something happened, um, let's just say I, I have been known to post things like on Facebook um, that occurred maybe two or three years ago. And somebody, some smart person will say, oh, that's old news. Yeah, but it's still relevant to me. Mm-hmm. So you telling me that it's, old news doesn't help nor change the fact that it happened. The shit should have right. never happened. That's why I put it up there. Right. And that's your social platform. You can Exactly. Post All the white men were from various states, which makes it even worse. Yeah, it, you know, mm-hmm. look, look, what's going on now? That woman, that woman serving five years, when they are unraveling and revealing how people who are elected officials were in cahoots to overthrow, to illegally overthrow the government. All this woman was trying to do was vote. And the people who told her that she could vote, the people that she trusted, the 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 state officials or the governmental officials who told her, yeah, you could vote. They all testified. Yeah. We told her we were wrong, but we told her she could. And she still got penalized five years. They testified that they, they gave her this misinformation. So there's no intent there. She was, the only intention was to 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 serve as a citizen. Right. And she went to do her due diligence to be able to do what she Meanwhile, you got people texting each other, government officials that go all the way up as high as the then president saying we got to overturn the election. Is it constitutional? No, it's not constitutional, but fuck that. (laughs) Is there any, is there any, is there any way we can get the vice president to to fraudulently overturn if if he if he all he has to do is say that and then we'll just bu- all right fuck it he he's not down let's just bum rush the place and some people say nah if you do that it might not look good I mean it's a it's a conversation it's a dialogue they had a fucking PowerPoint hmm. and these fuckers are still walking around eating sushi. Mm-hmm. And this woman is sitting in a jail cell. Yes, Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Oh, okay. That motherfucker is getting ready. He was getting text. He was getting text from everybody. And and why would journalists have? the personal cell phone number to the the secretary of state that's not that's not that's not how that works oh that that good old listen a lot of these journalists that get exclusives you know that that that's always been the case yeah. you know I would, stuff, yep. mm-hmm. oh yeah and the nepotism watch scandal <laughs> and nepotism was rampant Hey, Ivanka and Jarrett 
made $600 million in the White House. And people love to say, oh, Trump didn't take a salary. He didn't fucking need to take the little pension that the that the, the president gets, the little 200 k or 300 k that, that the president gets a year. They only, he didn't need that. He was charging the United States government for lodging for the Secret Service on his golf course when he went to play golf every day. So we, if you think he if you think he didn't get a piece of that 600 million, you crazy as hell. <laughs> not only but not only that. I mean, his hotels, he had he had um all of the diplomats from other countries when they would come to America, they would come stay at his hotels and pay. I mean, people who wanted stuff now he's the fucking president. Yeah, stay at his hotel, rent rooms there, rent a floor there, and you'll get perks. And don't get me back into that motherfucker, please. Can we? <laughs> where's Where's Tammy? Too much. Where is she? Can, can... Tammy, too much. Please report to the disco floor. You, you know... <laughs> Tammy, too Tammy, much. Shake your shoulders a bit. You know what I'm saying? We we could say we could change up. Let's let's also shout out Javano like this, her mother-in-law. Oh yeah, her, happy birthday! Her, her, mom, her, her 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 well in her head, her mother-in-law. Happy birthday, Mrs. Coleman. <laughs> and for those who don't know who Miss Coleman is, that's uh, if you don't know, then you don't need to know. <laughs> that's that's Indira Khan's grandmother. Yes.
And you know what? That was a good segue to, because you played a little Jermaine Dupree, Busta, and all of them. I don't know. Do y'all know they opened up a roller skating rink in Rockefeller Center? No, I didn't. That's what's up. Roller skating? Yep. Where the ice skating is now, it's roller skating for the the spring and summer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, they converted it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. And like they had like a party the other day, like Usher, Mary, uh, Jermaine Dupree, Fabulous, bust all of them were there to, you know, roller skate around. Cool. Okay, wait. L- okay, maybe I didn't know that then. I, I heard that there was a convert. Uh, they were converting the Rockefeller rank, right? Yeah. So, are you saying that it, it was done by Busta and and Usher? No, they they were there to help open it up, like to introduce oh. it there. I celebrated. Actually, had a party. Gotcha. So, you know, I guess to just be a part of it, they they were just there. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah. Usher like because because Usher has a show here in Vegas, mm-hmm. and he does a thing when he's roller skating around on stage. Yes, he's big on roller skating. He's always yeah. Big. yeah. And you know, a lot of Atlanta people were like were there. So, you know, yeah. and I haven't been roller skating since. Well, I remember I roller skated at rooftop and um. Oh my God! What was the other place, Therese, on Arlington Avenue? Arlington, uh, Skate Key. Skate Key, yes. Mm. Those yeah. were the good days. Mm. Skate Key, I loved Skate Key, and they had one out in uh, the Roosevelt Roller Rink back in the day. That yeah. was another popular one, and in Brooklyn, M- uh, Empire Skate. Oh, I never went there. I, yeah. I, I always, I always went to the rooftop because since I went to Brandeis High School, like on Friday nights, we like be at the rooftop late on that night. That wouldn't be a bad like, you know, like the one in Empire. I remember Empire Roller Rink. um, It was a bit. It needed to be renovated, but you know, for skaters, it was like a a drill a boot camp. You know, you can get in there and skate. You can skate anywhere. You know, but uh, good times though. Javon, you know how to roller skate? I used to. I used to skate. There was a a rink 
near my near my house. I can't even remember now. They it's a um <laughs> the rink. <laughs> yes. Um I remember I had some white skates, like white boot skates. Um and I used to go I can't remember what they used to call what the name of it was because now it's a it's a cable company. They like shut down the roller rink and converted it to um Time Warner Cable bought the building or whatever. Um in the Bronx. But yeah, you know, we we used to we used to skate. That that was the thing. Mm-hmm. I think and and I think it was maybe my last year of high school mm-hmm. or around there, you know, like early 80s that I was into it. I was into it yeah. for a minute. Once I was skating backwards to the beat and stuff and you know, uh, uh, <laughs> You know, then I felt like I had it, you know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, this new generation, because, you know, when we were growing up, it was a rite of passage to ride a bike, yes. roller skate, go swimming. Yes. That I never conquered. It's my, first, swimming. my first set of roller skates were the, the, the little kids. They were made of steel. Um, the little steel skates. And oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the metal, metal skates. <laughs> Clink, 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 clink. Yeah, yeah. And it used to like, like there was a thing that would strap over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. so loud coming. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And then you graduated. Well, that was a rite of passage for us. It's like, I was like, you know, because there's some young people that don't know how to ride a bike. Do you remember that song? I, I, I don't. How'd that song go? Oh, I guess, no, no, not that one. That was when we were teenagers. But there was one when we were kids. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Yeah, I that? think that we should get together and start a family tree or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember I, that. It was somebody, some, one, of, one of the others. Yeah. <laughs> but you remember it, Raz. I'm not the only one. I remember one. the, t- yes, I do. I remember the melody. I absolutely da, da, da. do. Yeah, because I had a conversation with my goddaughters. Now. And I told them, because now they have kids. And I'm like, start teaching them how to ride a bike at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And roller skate and and swim. What are some things, Pop, now that you brought that up, I'm thinking, what are those rites of passage things that that we grew up on um, from anywhere from hopscotch to dodgeball? The red light, green light, one, two, three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. That was my favorite. Uh, uh-huh. Uh huh. What was it? Hot, uh, Hot, Hot peas, peas and butter. butter. Come Hot and get your supper. Butter, yeah. Skellies. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Run, catch, and kiss. Um, I hated that game. Oh, I, I loved Jets. it. I used to play jacks and stuff. Onesies. Yeah. And how about those, um, those, what do you call those, connect, connect things? Oh, yeah, click clacks, click clacks. Click clacks, click clacks, click clacks. Yes, yes, yes. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I I think. And I had yo-yos and stuff like that. I got a yo-yo right now. I bought a yo-yo in 2022. I got, I still got a slinky. Matter of fact, Uh, I got a rainbow slinky. Oh, I have one too. I have, I have one, but I didn't never take it out. I bought an old school one. I never took it out of the, the, the container. See, see now Sage had to take it all the way there, seven minutes in heaven. You can't just run, catch, and kiss. You had to spend seven minutes in heaven, Sage. Oh, really? That came later. We weren't <laughs> doing that. We were good kids. <laughs> we weren't doing anything. There was no heaven. 
you know, no, we never made it quite there. Not not quite there. Because I, I looked at Saturday mornings, we got up, we cleaned the house, watched the cartoons after Soul Train, boom. You went outside and you stayed outside all damn day. Yes. Um, doing stuff until that light came on. Yep. Or somebody whistled in our yep. time to come in. Or if you were outside and it got a little dark, you had to stay right in front. Right. So they could see you. Exactly. You know what? You know what? Those, those, that must have been the Black Mama handbook because, <laughs> quite frankly, you know, it's like, and, it's, and it was like kind of a, what you said, be in before them street lamps or be be on in front where I can see you. Yep. And, you know, like all of those things you just said, Pop, were so universal. And that's where we had like a tremendous sense of community, you know, yep. um, because all the kids were doing the same thing. And you knew better. You knew exactly what to do. And, you know, going to the park and things like that, you know. Uh, that's you with your friends and your cousins. And, and everybody knew, everybody knew each other. And that was, you know. And like that Saturday, my mother didn't cook. It was like, that was takeout day. That was like KFC or Fit for Self, or you went to the movies and you gorged on all that stuff. Or certain Saturdays, I would go to 42nd Street and see those three karate movies. Look, yes, karate. And Bruce Lee was the man. It, it didn't matter. Didn't matter who, what? Bruce Lee. It's like him and Jim Kelly. Him yeah, and Jim Kelly. it's like what? we. I used to have the biggest crush on Jim Kelly. We we made Bruce Lee and black in our him. minds. Like he was us. We were him. It, he, there was no distinction. Bruce Lee was a brother. Okay, that's it. Hey, Reggie, me and Mo talked about the Cosmo movie theater on 116th Street. Ah, uh, growing up. Tracy mm-hmm. Towers. Oh my God. Tracy mm-hmm. Towers. Yes, in the Bronx, man. And still hula hoop. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to look forward to on Saturdays when my mother didn't cook. And I remember growing up, there used to be the Muslim place called a steak and take. Get a steak and take steak. Yes. <laughs> so, I wish they still had that now, actually. So I would like the halal um, cheesesteak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, it just, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a great time, man. I'm sorry. You I actually be outside and, the, and you had actually family barbecues and you just you know it was just a different energy i remember going to central park at 110th right there where we would have a little uh gathering mm-hmm. they would cut a hole in the in the in the fence and you can go swimming right there at uh <laughs> and i would always have that either one drunk cousin or one drunk uncle that would fall down and roll down the hill <laughs> There was I, I I don't remember um, shooting and things like that. It was just people you know, would argue and fight. They would fist fight. Fist fight. Right. Fist fight. Right. Fist fight. Right. That was like yeah, bring it, like, bring and it to the street. If you if you if you had a weapon, if you brought a weapon out, everybody would call you a punk. You was a a, a, a pussy because you could not fight with your hands. Or and if they did have a weapon, sometimes they would have them with the ninja chucks. Yeah, noon chucks. The noon chucks, yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So I just remember this, 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 this direct scent of uh, that compound used to wax cars, <laughs> and how people would put that on and let it dry, <laughs> and yeah. then it would... oh my god, oh he my didn't, god. he didn't wipe the wax off. <laughs> 
Yep. And I remember when I got scraped the Mercuricone. Mercuricone! I haven't even heard that word in wow. forever. <laughs> orange, orange stuff. What did it actually do? Was right? It I don't know, but it's in your skin. And you remember <laughs> olive oil? Yes. Like cod liver oil. That's cod that liver shit. Oil. Like mm-hmm. what the hell was that supposed to do but taste oh. nasty? And this, there was this other type of medicine too, which was like bucket, like turpentine type medicine, and like. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Because I always say any medicine that was nasty really got rid of your cold real quick. It did. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sage yeah. says two tone leaves. Yes. Oh yes. I remember when we used to go to the cleaners and and have them stitch the seam down the front of the leaves. Yes. <laughs> that and I always had a good. Clean pair Converse, uh, Chuck Taylors, or I remember the other sneakers where you could change the, uh, it was like this little O and you could change the different colors on it. I had those sneakers. I remember Pro Keds. And Pro Cons. Remember those? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Remember the the red and blue stripe on the side? Yes. yes, If you didn't have that, you had skips, you were not down. You were not cool. You could not go to school and skip in the day. Now they all, yo, where are my skips? Yeah, to the the white ones until the white ones came out, they're just all white. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Initially, the then ones worn cool. by cheerleaders, and then you know people just started rocking those. Yeah. I'm getting sentimental because since it's holiday weekend, and I remember growing up, it was Easter Easter Sunday. My younger brother and I, we dressed up in a suit for the day and walk around and stuff like that, and we'd get an extra like couple of new clothes, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay." Then you went back to school like that new after holiday week, and be like, "Hey, I got new stuff." <laughs> Easter. I've I've mixed feelings about Easter. Easter comes up mixed for me. Oh, but, okay. You know, mostly for um my mom that she uh, would always uh I didn't like my hair curled. Oh, always been like, but she would specifically want to curl it these days and and uh, for Easter and I'd wear it dressed with those little Shirley those little ruffle socks. No, not Shirley Temple. She would you know she would. You know, blow it out a little bit, but I used to be like, oh, oh, I've seen. I'm, I've always been ponytail queen. Always love ponytails. Oh, was you said those ruffle socks that folded under a little bit, and you had to wear them with the Mary Jane shoes? Patent leathers. I have this picture that's out there in the world somewhere that I keep shuffling around. I am in standing on our front porch with my mother. The sun is in my eyes always, and with my hair curled, a frilly dress, and those those socks. You got to produce it for the next show, please. I was like, oh. You have to produce that picture or I'll find it. I could, I could probably also find your picture like when I was younger, like my brother, like for Easter Sunday, I'll probably try to send it to you, Javon. And yes. I remember I would either have to have a pair of Buster Brown shoes. Buster Brown. Or or something from British Walker from 125th Street. British Walkers. You just said a word. British Walkers. British Knights. See? I remember by the time I was like in junior high school, the the boys were wearing mock necks, and that was all the rage. And then yeah, what were those coats? Sheepskin coats? Shearlings. Oh my God! Because were first, and then Shearlings came after. And you know where I went, And you know where they went to go buy them at Delancey Street. Delancey. Lord. D Street. D Street. Yep. You can still and go. You well, older, that's when you got the leather jackets and the leather coats, and you always got it during the summertime because you can jew them down. <laughs> for a good 
listen, how many of us had a whole ski suit with the whole, remember ski suits were popular? Yeah, and the holes and the ski hat. Yep. And from you, the top and, to and the bottom. And ain't been on a slope ever. Yep. <laughs> but you walked in the hood with a whole ski suit on. <laughs> Absolutely. I have the goggles too, Rezzy. Yes, the goggles. <laughs> Jamaica Ave, exactly. It was, a look, it was a look, Javon, because you put the goggles on top of your scully hat just to be like, but I I remember I had I had a ski suit I certainly did and I ain't never still to this day been on a slope I'm Listen. not the skiing type but yo I will if look if I had a ski suit now and it's cold enough I wear it because I remember I, and I remember when I got my first pair Gazelle glasses I you couldn't tell yeah. me nothing yeah I had a pair of clear ones I you know it's just real interesting you know a lot of these these Although we mentioned a retro classic because because they'll have their the ones we wore pop are yeah. part of their I think legacy series or retro series mm-hmm. that um that still exists you know yeah with the chair photos yeah yep yes. everybody oh. was sitting them damn with chairs and with oh, the house oh, phone you 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 had a cord on your phone outside <laughs> with the old school phone sitting there. Yeah, so I remember. I remember the first phone. We had one phone in the kitchen was always that yellow phone. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was yes. a banana yellow phone with a long cord. Take yes. the phone all the way to the next room. But I, used to, I remember one of my aunts again on my father's side when I went to their house. They used to have the rotary phone with a lock. Mm. Yeah, and my cousins would pick the lock. So they can make a phone call. Man, we we need we needed one of those locks in my house. My mother would just take the phone out of the wall and be like, mm-mm. Yo, that was well before they had the freedom packages and the... the, the calling long distance. Call. Calling long distance. Yes. Now, tell the truth. Mm-hmm. How many people actually spelled out bad words, called those words, those letters, like P... You right, and then whoever asked, did you know your phone spells? <laughs> Didn't do that, but did do the one when you got when beepers came out. Remember beepers? Yes. Four oh three. Four oh three. Right? No, I ain't got no long distance. Oh my god. Okay. So so when I started like making music digitally, um. I I had put this together because it reminded me of the, the blaring horn. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. But the blaring horn is my mother saying, calling me. Well, okay, so here it is. The, the, as I'm creating this, I'm thinking of the rhythm of me playing double dutch. And then the blaring horn is my mother calling me, Javon. <laughs> and this is this is how it felt. Did you jump double dutch? Yeah, I did. I did that. I did that. Oh, shoot. I wasn't like the queen or the <laughs> king of it. I was just, I played. You know, I, I could jump for a little bit. I could, you know, but I wasn't, I wasn't standing on my head, hopping up and down and like, you know, I, I could just jump. But here you go. Oh, my God. 
Just be grooving, just out there playing with my friends. Is actually Dolores is calling. It, oh, I thought it was the knot. Excuse me. I thought it was the knot. No. The song is that the ting tang? Um, that's not the knot. No. Oh, oh shoot. It's weird. No, that's a. Did, no. did you did, did you have um? It, it's on my it's on my CD. You the, have um this house right the witch doctor. The witch doctor. No. Because. You know the song because it it was this blaring sound like ooh the witch doctor the witch, like woo woo mm-hmm. and I used to buddies and I once we heard that that was always the siren for us to fleece to the village. The witch doctor. Let me look that up. It's a house record. Yeah, it's a house record. The witch doctor. I do not. Yeah, and when that, that sound would go of red, it was like oh, ooh that was like the bat signal for us to go to the village, go to the piece. <laughs> <laughs> like we all had the. <laughs> Ah, Sage is asking, what were some of our nicknames? But Uh, before we do that, I just wanted to play this. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. I roller-skated to your door at daylight. It almost seems like you're avoiding me. I'm okay. Okay, I just wanted to, I, I had to find it. Oh, no. <laughs> what nicknames? Nicknames. Well, my family, because Pop comes from, because my family calls me Pablo. Mm. Because when I was growing up, my grandmother used to feed me pablum, which used to be called beech nuts, which was beech nuts after. And she started calling me Pablo. And then from that, they started Papi Chulo. And then the pop 
So I was always called Pablo or Pop. So I've always had this nickname. Wow. Yeah. I've I've had many nicknames. <laughs> Actually, isn't Therese like a nickname? Like that's not even your name? No, it's, it's Therese is not Therese is not a nickname. Um it, <laughs> It, it's actually Terry Therese Michelle, but um, your name it, your name is Terry your your government name is Terry Therese. Terry Therese Michelle, yes. Is Therese it, a separate name or is it just the second half of your first name? It is the. <laughs> your name is Terry Therese. Therese Michelle, yes. That is the that is the god awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful, Terry Therese. I've never well, heard that know, before. Well, you know, kids can be cruel and um i will say that uh the the naming piece there were several uh, opportunities to drop them um so depending on what i was doing um like there was you know uh in you know some of the names would be left off of things you know because you could either go first middle last or first whatever you wanted to do as long as the last the first name and the surname were correct it's fine but the names in between don't necessarily have to appear on anything or they could be a, le- a letter you know and younger um having people say therese was not favorable i didn't particularly like it tt yeah i got that too um i didn't like it so depending on now i know depending on where what you call me where you know me from like when i hear certain names or if I hear um, T. Michelle, you know, I know where, you, you know, what lot of folks or what time of life that was. If I hear um, Mikey, I know what time of life that was. If I hear Rezzy, believe it or not, Rezzy was resurrected again because Rezzy um, <laughs> was initially, when I was younger, my, my uncle Doc used to call me. He was the first one to call me Rezzy. And that was little. I was young. So having like, I think you say Rezzy every now and then, or, or, or you both say Rezzy, that brings me there, you know, but that kind of resurrected itself. But, um, but Therese in its full form, that is, um, uh, that started, as it's started liking that, I guess, until junior high school, high school, somewhere. Yeah. I didn't like my government name in the beginning when I was a little boy in, in public school, because with the U, I was always like, oh, I was like the end of the alphabet. So I was like... Mm-hmm. You know, but then when I was nine years old and my mother gave me Ulysses the book to read and told me the origin of my name, I was like, oh, okay, I got into it. But then people call me useless, unicorn, Eurydice. Yeah, 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 exactly, Sage. Yes, yes. But, you know, the, the, the art, the art in the name, you know, um, the art in the name. Yeah, you know, when someone says to me that I've known forever, and they say, you know, I've changed my name, you know, there's usually a significance about it. Either they're um, an artist of some sort, or they are, um, you know, because because for you, I don't I don't introduce myself as pop to like all my personal people know that, but I, I say my name is Ulysses because I don't say pop to every you know that's not right. my name. It's like you calling me delicious. <laughs> Well, if you are, but you are, Blanche, you are. <laughs> we'll save that for. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is which is 
coming soon because uh, yes, we're gonna, know, we're, gonna we're having a meeting it. of the minds. We're having a meeting of the minds at a location soon, and it and yes. the initials are PL. Yes, yes. Um, Mine was Granny Moon Diamond Cookie Jelly TJ TJ is one of mine too. B Lala yeah. Shay on and on. He's pretty, you know something? Yeah, and I'm good to give a nickname. That's that's my. I want to you know. know where Jelly come from. Uh, the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm good to give out nicknames. That's a family trait. Yeah, if I exactly. like you, you get a nickname. Exactly. Like you get a, if I like you, you get a nickname. Yeah. Like um, what's the name? Your wife. What's what's your wife's name again? Um, Monifa. You <laughs> calling me Javon? I actually liked it. Her and it seems like people who are singers of some some level of celebrity like to call me Javon. I don't know why. Her and um, especially Evelyn, um, Champagne King. Javon, but she don't. Mo won't call me Javon anymore. What she call you? Javon Jay. or Jay? Ah, yeah, she'll Jay. call me Jay, or she'll call me Javon, and I feel sad about that. I I liked when she called me Javon. I don't think, I don't think it's over. And you only allow certain people to call you right, and names. and but I only you know only them. You know, I don't like it from anybody else. I will correct them. Therese else. can only call me Silver Fox, and I'll answer her. But if anybody else yeah. does it, it doesn't sound authentic. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, and you can't you can't just pick up a nickname like you can't. I can't start calling you Silver Fox because she does. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to earn that. You have to. It has I'm to come Silver Fox. right. It has to come authentically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I am Javon to to Mo and and Evelyn. You know they can call me that. Um, and Auntie Rez called me Sunshine back in the day. I, I know, honey. She used to call a lot of people that though. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know something? Not at all. I'm just teasing. Um, I see Loretta's on. Happy birthday! Happy Loretta. belated birthday! Happy birthday. Yes. Hey. Yes. You know, I, I, that, that, uh, this discussion reminds me of Shaka Khan. How did, how did Shaka come into this? I want to see how she lands on this one. Do tell. Okay. So we were talking about back in the day and everything. And I remember that me and my crew, we used to wear these French star jackets. Um, mm-hmm. They're like little windbreakers, and we had CP Crew, which was the name of our little crew, um, stitched in it, and then each of us had our nickname. See how that works there? Our nickname. My nickname back then, one of them, was Shorty with an I-E, right? And that was before everybody was Shorty. Now everybody's Shorty. Even Pop is Shorty to somebody, right? But um, so... I was wearing that French star jacket the first time I met Shaka Khan. <laughs> and that was the time in the um in the record shop near near my house in the Bronx when she was doing um a, an album signing for What You Gonna Do For Me? What You Gonna Do For Me. Yep, that one. And that's the one where I grabbed her and kissed her and, you know, that stuff. And now that's why we in legal now. And I was, <laughs> I was hanging off the counter because you know 
I was short, she was short. That's also the time that she pulled out a cigarette that it looked like a Virginia Slim, I'm going to say. It was a, a white or maybe a Salem, some cigarette that was completely white, but it wasn't weed. Um, and I said, oh, you smoke whatever cigarette, whatever brand it was? And she said, yeah. And I said, me too. And, and I pulled out a Newport, even though it was definitely not what she was smoking. I, you know, it was a wonderful day. And, um, yeah, this this whole um, thing reminds me of Shaka Khan. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure well, out how the well, nickname well, landed there. Well, yeah, because, oh, when, when I, she I thought signed. I you, you pulled out a candy cigarette or something. No, 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 I was 15. I was smoking Newports back then. Whoa. 15? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was busy. I was busy. But, um. So the how why why did why does the shorty piece because I already had the album by the time she came like she, she could have came the day the album dropped because that's the day I was gonna buy it right and um <laughs> so since I, since I already had the album and I bought her a poem I gave her a poem she put it in her pocketbook I wonder if she still has it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, um, yeah. So, she, gushing. Look at you. She she had she had like these album covers, and so she signed the album cover. And she asked me who to sign it to, and I said to Shorty instead of I don't know why I didn't think Javon. Like you know that would be my name forever. But I was rocking Shorty at the time. I said and that's with an I E, and she signed to Shorty. Love Shaka Khan. Do you still have the album cover? Absolutely. Do you have it framed? No, I don't, but I should. I should because it's starting to fade after 150 fucking years. I'm so old now. After kissing it as many times as you said. Uh, <laughs> the bed with it and probably sitting in the shower. She takes a bath and look at me, Shaka. Watch me. Ink sucked you, off. And saying, what you going to do for me? The ink sucked off of it. <laughs> Oh man, hilarious! Hold on, hold on. Wait, uh-huh. her lawyers were just something. <laughs> we want you to cease and desist talking about their clients. But yes. you know, look, she was very, very sweet that day. I just want to say, I, I mean, she was sweet like a sweet thing. Oh my God, she was sweeter Ooh. than a sweet thing. I mean, Shaka Khan, she was so fine. I. My friend, I think I, I tell this story often to you guys. Um, my friend Lori, who was very tall, <laughs> asked her, oh, Shaka, can I have a kiss? And, and Shaka was like, sure. And she, Lori leaned over the counter and kissed Shaka on the on the cheek. And I was like, first of all, Lori, you're kissing my woman. But, you know, Lori was all feminine, straight. It didn't matter. Because I thought, can I? And I said it to her. I said, have a kiss. <laughs> and she said, sure. Well, there was something between us, a barrier. You just it got was, a text message. <laughs> it was a counter. I was 15. And I was young. And I ran to the counter. I backed up first. Ran to the counter. Le- left over. 
grabbed her and gave her a kiss on the cheek. Security came and removed me from the place. What? It was wonderful. You can't do that now. No, I couldn't leap. What happened? Shaka revolutionized the tube top. Yes, she did, actually. She revolutionized everything. She revolutioned. People don't understand. There were no vocals before Shaka Khan. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, wait. wait a minute now. <laughs> wait, wait a minute now. That's total order there. When she started singing, that's when singing began. That's when music. In your house. <laughs> in my world. In the basement. I, I didn't even have a basement back then. Oh, okay. You but, have no basement where you where you where you listen to all your Millie Jackson and your Red Fox albums? Mm-mm, no, no. No red light, no blue light. No, I just waited for my mom to leave. She go out, and I go through her albums, which I still have mm-hmm. a lot of them to this day. Shout out feathers to the in her hair. Family. Oh my gosh, okay. Except that she still does to this day. Oh my God! Oh, don't don't it's mention it, Rez. Why you gotta mention it? See, I'm shocked. Talk- Yes, yes. Nobody could dance as calmly and as viciously at the same time. Oh my God! And, the, and, it's and that that's why she did a little She was just fire from day one. Just fire when she when I heard her voice before I ever laid eyes on her. When I heard that voice on the radio, I was like ten, eleven years old. This was the 70s. There was nothing ever like it before. It was there was nothing. And and I grew up like I remember being a baby, like maybe 2 years old, 2 or 3 years old. Probably about 3 years old because we moved from the the location that I remember when I was 3. And my mom and her friends would be in the front room, the living room, whatever, and I'd be in my bed crib or whatever, and I would hear Chain of Fools, and I knew mm. that was the time to go to sleep. It, it was, it's like Chain of Fools was my lullaby. Like, okay, Chain of Fools. And it would make me, it would calm me down. Something about Aretha Franklin's voice. <laughs> and that's the song. in that song for you. Yes. <laughs> Because little did I know then that I would later be a fool. For Shaka Khan. For Shaka Khan. Because when I heard, I think the, the must have been the first one I must have heard was Tell Me Something Good. And when her voice no, came blaring out, I was like, now, did what you is buy that? that album? I was did like, what is that? It? And it was puberty. All of a sudden, oh. as soon as I heard, it was like the voice, and then, boom. Did it, you buy that vinyl yourself or somebody bought it for you? Well, being that I was 10 or 11, I probably called my father and asked him, <laughs> Daddy, I need this album. I need it now. I need this record, please. I remember my first vinyl I bought, and it was it was Cheryl Lynn when I was younger. Ah. It was on. I think it was got to be real or encore. Mm. Because the best part of that song, I still love encore to this day. The best part of that song is at the end for me. Woo! Did you like that? 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, it's funny. I do not remember which was the very first song or album I paid with my money. I I don't remember that. I remember my money was Jackson Five. Forty five. Forty five. To get that out, get that single. And mine was the Jackson Five from TSS. <laughs> and this is the other thing. She did make a, a C-section scar look sexy. She did. Mm-hmm. She she made everything look sexy. I thought Native Americans were the finest thing on this earth after. But you know what? I also used to have nightmares about her when I was little. Be, and and that's because I loved her so much. And I, I had nightmares about Shaka Khan. I had nightmares about my mother. Anybody that I cared about when I was a little kid. I would have nightmares about them because I was always afraid that something bad was going to happen. I had early trauma when I was a kid, that car accident and people died in it and me and my mom almost passed and it was it was a lot. So anybody that I loved or I really cared about or really liked or whatever, I would start having nightmares about them. And I had a lot of nightmares about Shaka. Mm. And I, soundtrack, Sparkle soundtrack. Oh yes, that's one of my all-time classics. That, absolutely. That Sparkle, the Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah, that original, that original. The original she one. Hook. Ooh. Mm. 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 Yeah, Billie mm. Holiday is another one. Yes. That's another absolutely. one. She's obviously, clearly, another. How do we do this? Another favorite of mine. His agent. Which Donna was that? Donna Summers? Oh, my God. Oh, I remember that. I, I had a crush on that on that Hot Stuff album that opened up and she was standing against that post, that lamppost with the with the lingerie. Oh, my God. I think I was going into pubie at that time. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Let me tell you, between Shaka Khan and Pam Greer, it... it well, I had my, my top my top four or five uh, was um, Tamara Dobson, um, Pam Greer, Jane Kennedy. Mm. Oh, I love mm. back. I'm talking about like um, Diane Carroll. You know, I remember where when I remember the big deal was um, when she uh, was playing Julia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and I am grateful that you know, and I was Ludu then. And yep. my mother made us watch it, it um, you know, because it was the black woman on television, you know, and she made us watch it. And I remember thinking, wow, it was such a big deal. She was so beautiful, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Tamara Dobson, six foot, James, they're all tall women, actually, you know, because I had, there was something James about, Kennedy, yeah. remember Jane James back Kennedy. in the day? Yeah, oh, Tank Kennedy was oh, fine. Oh, and then she married Leon Isaac. And, yep. and, yep, yeah. yep. I, you know, I should have known even then because I was like, <laughs> what? what was that thing that they did, Body and Soul or Body? What was that? Yeah, body and, yeah, body and Soul. And then, and then he started doing them penitentiary movies. And I was yes, like, yes. <laughs> I didn't know at that time, but there was that scene when he got off the pool table after having sex, and he wrapped the towel around him, and you seen his print. Mm. 
Well, you and know, I'm not interested. <laughs> this is the back in the day show at the. This is back in the day brunch in the basement. <laughs> like Jim Kelly, the who are the who are the fine men back then? Um, Jim, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Uh, Muhammad Ali was fine as fuck. Roundtree. Well, I always uh, thought Bruce Lee was oh, fine. I don't know. Um, I well, thought he was the uh, finest Asian man I had ever seen in my life. I didn't. They, I didn't even know they made people that fine. Bruce Lee was just fine uh, to me. Um, Billy D. Williams. Yes. Billy D. Now Billy D. Williams. I wanted to be Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I did. He I, was a quintessential. Like Mac Daddy, like yes, like, I, 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 I actually, um, I remember I went to, I asked my mom when I was in high school because I was going to a dance, and I said I asked my mom if I could use her makeup. My mother was so excited; she was like, "What? You want to use my makeup?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Could I?" She said, "Yes." Do you need help? I was like, "No, no, no." She was like, "All right, all right, go ahead." I took that pencil. I said, you have that little black pencil thing? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick the pencil, girl. Pick the pencil. <laughs> My mother's face. Mortified. Like, damn it, man. Damn it. I was like, you want my arm to fall off? <laughs> she thought she was going to do some eyebrows or something, Bravey. Do you sense an intruder? And shut up. <laughs> Bumpy Johnson. No, Malcolm fine. X, yes. Malcolm X. He was fine too. Malcolm I think, X. I, you know, I mean I think everybody is beautiful in their own way. Like everybody's beautiful. People are beautiful. I I just Yeah, Black Panthers, just the whole leather thing, the whole black power movement was sexy as fuck. Because when you look at it now, like I look at it now, like the 70s, them tight bell-bottom pants and everything was gathering. I'm like, Stevie Wonder, man. He was a cute motherfucker, too. Uh, <laughs> it was just a time where we, we had this type of, it was just the energy, you know? And it's just something you had to be like, you know, You like, know who I, I had a crush on? Who did you have a crush on? Foster Silvers. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, I had a big old write-on poster in my room. Oh, write-on magazine. Yep. Yes, write-on magazine. Shout out to Cynthia Horner. Yep. Yep. Young Michael Jackson. But that the young Michael Jackson. Um, Foster Silver. Foster Silver Jackson. Yep. And then I think I I liked Jermaine for a minute. Calvin Lockhart. Yes, yes. Right. Yep. What? Say it again. No, Calvin Lockhart is another one. Yeah. Those, those bones, that bone structure. Yep. Beautiful, Jim Kelly, beautiful. you said that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have we are, we are a beautiful um, people. Even OJ was fine before he was OJ. OJ was fine now, running through with the Hertz commercials. That's right. Remember him in Roots? He played the father. Of the girl that Kunta was in love with from Africa, so he he's running through the jungle and they're coming after him. Big, strong. Oh my God, Roots! You have to see. You have to watch the the first um episode. He's in the first 
episode. He's the father. He's like a warrior. Okay. And they take him down. Yep, yep, yep. What was the mm-hmm. name of the actor that played Shaka Zulu in the movie? He was incredible to look at. Those bone structures, that bone structure and that, that long neck was beautiful. I don't remember his name. I'll look it up in um, the next show. Had a crush on Todd Bridges, Willis, till Janet Jackson, Charlene walked on that different stri- <laughs> I remember that. Shout out to Todd Bridges and Janet. Definitely. <laughs> Beverly shout Johnson. Out to, to yes, Janet. Beverly Johnson was in. Janet Jackson, circa 1980s through the 90s. Hello. And you know, and and Janet still it was and still is fine. Jill Scott, all day. Jill Scott. She Jill Scott. Speaking of slaves, Mano said what? Henry uh-huh. Sell or Henry Sell that who plays Shaka Zulu. Uh, Aha! Yes, silly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh yes, and shout out to Rashumba Williams. Yes, 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 yes. Rashumba Williams. And did did used to be this movie. I I thought he was a nice looking guy. Even though he was strange. Like I used to love this movie, which they no longer make. It was an old movie called Gargoyles mm-hmm. with Ben Casey. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I love that movie when I was. Ben young. Casey. Yeah. yeah. Ben Casey. It was, it was our our um those actors that were around working that did all of the 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 sitcoms and stuff and they kind of you know went from we we just knew who they were you know um because they had been working for so long yeah caught them on good times and and and, and yeah those, those speaking of good times yo girl bernadette Dennis. another one. Oh my god and um, after having her on this show Loved her even more. Such a sweetheart. Such a wonderful person. Oh, yeah. John Amos. Vanity. Even John Amos was a nice looking man because it was something about that father and that nose on him. Like, yep, yep. Willona was fine. Willona was oh, fine. Oh, yeah, she's all, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had to watch that out. Rest in peace. Yep, yep. Yeah. Willona. Yeah. Dalma, yep, yep, yep. Classic, mm. classic, classic. Like, you know. But I to a certain degree, I understand why folks may just be super intimidated by our magic. Because when we do hit the screen, yep. we Beautiful. James Earl down. Jones. Oh, my goodness, yes. And that voice? Claudine, when he did Claudine. Oh, my God. And when he picked up that garbage, uh, that's <laughs> me, you know. That's really me. Pick up Cicely that garbage. Mason. Throw it down. Mm-hmm. It's just our legend, you know? Our legend. Sylvia Robinson. Hey, mm-hmm. baby. She was talking to me. Which which Sylvia Robinson? Sylvia Robinson from the Sugar Hill? Ruby D. Oh, my God. The most beautiful. The most yeah. beautiful, beautiful woman. Eartha Kitt. Too, was fun. Oh, oh my God! I, I I had a crush on Eartha Kitt when she did Batman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had, you know, I had a, a little low weight, a lightweight digging on when she did Timbuktu. Mm-hmm. You know, remember that? Mm. But, but she was first of all Eartha Kitt 
I don't care what nobody says, was the most amazing Catwoman that ever hit what? the Oh, absolutely. She was Catwoman. Yep. She was. Yeah. There was, a, in, was she was. She was. Yep. That's it. That's she it. She was the only Catwoman. It was hard for me to see anybody else in that yep. role yep. Yep. after she did it. Yep. I want to redo Claudine, modernize it, not another dated version like like into no. the new Spark move. 50 no. Cent can play Rupert. What? Nope. No, 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 that no. That should be left alone. Yeah. And that and and should be left alone. And not with those people playing. No, no, thank you. Thank you for the idea, but no, thank you. We yeah, won't invest in that. Yeah. Also, the concept because it's like you know that time like. And also, you can't put the, the the the. Nobody's running in the closet from the social worker anymore. Now they're kicking the social worker's ass. So the, no. Yeah, now now they're saying what? And the social worker's like, okay, bye. Yeah, that was a movie set in a certain time with certain significance. Yeah, that should stay the way it is. Yeah. Modernizing yeah. it, you know, yeah. then do something different. Yeah, like we car wash, like don't do don't remake car wash. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Because this, my one of my favorite scenes is when the point of sisters are getting out the car. Got to what? That's the cut. I have that man. Why not believe in me? Hang, oh my. <laughs> Listen. Why not believe in me? That 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 stirs certain emotion that needs mm. to stay right in that pocket. Even that girl that was in the bathroom the whole time and drinking, and she drank that beer the whole movie. <laughs> 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 And the guy Freddie, when he was trying to win the money, and so he was kind of cute too, you know. And he was trying to talk to the waitress the whole time. And car wash yeah. was a classic. Now they had some cuts in there. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, yeah. his dumb, dumbest. <laughs> you know, and and what what's that? Um, girl, I'm spending my time, wasting my time. Those words. Black and blue. Oh my God! Yes, Car Wash had now that soundtrack was was baby. Right up there mm. with Claudia and Spark. All that. Mm. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Come on now.
you know, the Braxton, the Braxton sisters should have made that over. They could have, yeah. They could have done that, yeah. Well, y'all, we have come to the end of another funky Saturday afternoon yes. or Saturday morning. And I want everybody to stay safe, find your light and follow it and wash your hands, um, wash your hands and um, let somebody know that they're special today. Somebody, anybody. Thank y'all for making my Saturday early in Vegas. Yes, Pop. It's still yourself. early. It's only 10 o'clock here. Oh, With your beautiful self. Look at you. Thank you. I'm about to take a shower and hit the streets. And, um, well, you know. Uh-huh. Hit the streets. Have a good time. Be safe. Be safe, I will. everybody. Bye. Love you, guys. Hi. I'm Shaka Khan. I guess it's a nice feeling when you first win the Grammy, but when I look back on it all, I don't sing for Grammys. Who you sing? I sing for the love of sharing love. Yes. And for the love of music. Yes. That's why I sing. Not because of the ten Grammys that I have. I'm thankful, mind you. But I don't sing for Grammys. Okay.